Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast for all things random and sweet, including spirituality, manifestation, mindset growth, and a sprinkle of my random life updates and recommendations. My name is Dana, and this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about spirituality and mindset, particularly at the starting few years of your spiritual journey. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast. We are on to episode 16, I believe, and now this episode is all about how to stop imposter syndrome from controlling your life, which it does. It is very, very easy for it to take over. Uh, To begin with though, just a week reflection. Again, not too much has been happening this week, just still at home, so I've had a lot more time on my hands. I've been experimenting with all these different foods. I've been making acai bowls and getting my TikTok recipes on and (laughs) testing all these different TikTok recipes. It's been great. It's actually been a great life, a life of unemployment. Um, Once the traveling starts, it's going to be even better, although I will miss my family because I've been spending a lot, a lot of time with them. Oh, actually, that is some big news. So... I think I have mentioned in a previous episode, my little sister Chloe is has become under legal guardian with my parents, so she is part of the family now. Well, legally part of the family now. She always was part of the family as well as the other two foster children who are nine and one. Um, and yeah, so it's such exciting news. She gets to join us. She gets to be a Clifton legally forever. Poor thing. Um, And yeah, so that's my exciting news for this week. So to get right into the episode, so imposter syndrome, a few of you may know what it is already. Um, You might have an idea what it is, especially if you're in your own business. Um, You might have heard the word come up quite a bit because it is very, very easy for imposter syndrome to pop up when you're doing big things particularly in your own business or even big things at a workplace. Um, So I'm going to cover a few different topics on imposter syndrome today. So I'm going to talk about what it actually is. I'm going to talk about the different types of imposter syndrome. I'm going to talk about the signs of whether or not you are experiencing imposter syndrome, what causes imposter syndrome and as well as how to overcome it. So those are the things I'm going to be talking about today. And let's get right into it. So to crack right into it, what is imposter syndrome? So it's described as an internal experience where you believe that you're not as good as other people may perceive you to be. So it's kind of this feeling of as though you're a phony and you're not where you're meant to be, like you don't belong where you are and that you're kind of just making it up as you go and you don't really know what you're doing. And it's just this belief that comes into your head. And really that you only got there by luck. It's this idea that you didn't get there by skill, but you got there by luck. And it often happens when you finally manifested your dreams and you finally brought it in, you can start to doubt yourself. This is your limiting beliefs coming up. And you can start to think that you actually don't deserve it and that you didn't do what enough work or you didn't do the right things to get what you want. Even though, even if you did a lot, a lot of work behind it, even if you put so much work behind getting this dream to come to fruition, you can still have this imposter syndrome come up when you doubt yourself and you think you didn't do enough and you're just a fraud and the stuff that the information that you're passing on or the information that you're putting together is not 
good enough and it's just it's this idea that comes into your head and so many people experience it like it's very very common and it, that's the thing it can affect anyone and it doesn't matter their social status the work background the skill level or degree of expertise it does not matter it can affect anyone and that's the thing I have definitely had it before like I'll be filming a podcast and I'll be like do I know what I'm doing? Like, do I, am I giving the correct information or am I just wasting people's time? Like, it's just, it is a belief that slips in and it doesn't mean it's true. It's just doubt and doubt can come up because of so many things. And it's just about working through that and realizing that you're not alone and you're not also the only one that experiences it. And actually imposter syndrome, when it was first introduced, it was thought to apply more to overachieving women, especially because when it was introdu- introduced, it wasn't a common thing for women to be so overachieving. And that, like, it, it, we, it was just a different time. And so it came a lot for these women who were in these higher-end jobs um, who felt like maybe they weren't meant to be there and maybe that they were kind of just bullshitting their way through. Like, they just had this doubt. Uh, nowadays it is recognized more widely to be experienced by more people and I feel like it's becoming more that's because it's it's less stigmatized about women working in high achieving jobs now like that's not a thing it still don't worry there's still a lot of issues behind that but it's less stigmatized and for that reason it can, it's actually recognized more widely across different people now so one study actually estimated that seven in 10 adults experience imposter syndrome at some point or another. So again, knowing that you're not alone, you are not the only person going through it. It is quite common and just know that it doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing and you're not an imposter within what you are doing. So there are actually five different types of imposter syndrome. And by dividing it into these five different types, it kind of makes it a bit easier to see where you fit and just to help understand it more within yourself. So the five types are the superhero, the natural genius, the expert, the perfectionist, and the soloist. So we'll start with superhero. So superhero is when you really overwork yourself to try and make up for how inadequate you feel inside. So it's kind of this workaholic feel and you may see it come up with a lot of workaholics where they feel like they have to work as hard as possible to make up for how for the imposter syndrome inside for feeling like they're not good enough. And all it does is it just leads to burnout. So they're working they're working to try and make up for this doubt and this doubt is then causing them to burn out which in turn is making them not do as good a job as they may do otherwise which is strengthening the imposter syndrome. The second one is the natural genius and this is someone who sets exceedingly high standards and exceedingly high goals and they're absolutely crushed if they're not met. So they, this type of person will actually master new skills very, very quickly but if they fail one of those new skills, they'll feel so ashamed with themselves and they'll feel like they're an, they're an imposter. The third one is the expert. So the expert is someone who is always trying to learn more and always trying to increase their knowledge. Uh, The issue is though, they're never satisfied with the level of understanding. So no matter how much they learn, they will never feel like they've learned enough to be accepted where they are now. So they'll feel like that they have to keep learning and keep learning, but it's not actually helping. It's just making them feel more unaccomplished. 
Um, so they never, they even never feel satisfied when they finish a task. Like, you know, when you have this build up and you have this task and you mark it off, they don't actually feel satisfied because they feel like they're still not where they should be. The next one, number four is a perfectionist. And now we already all know what a perfectionist is. Uh, so they never are completely happy with their work. So they're so fixated on the flaws instead of the strengths and a lot, a very, very high level of anxiety will come with this. And they'll just keep thinking that their work is not good enough and they'll keep criticizing and not seeing how good it actually is. And it helps that imposter syndrome to grow and to have that doubt grow even more. And they set just extreme goals for themselves that are just really, really unrealistic. So the final and fifth one is, the fifth and final one is soloist. So soloists, as the name kind of hints at, they prefer to work alone. But they, even if they need help, they won't ask for it because they fear that it will make them appear weak or incompetent. So they would rather work alone and perhaps the work not be up to standard than seeing like they, they're not, they don't know that, sorry, they don't know their work enough or they don't know what they're doing well enough. And they're just fearful that people are going to see that and people are going to see they're actually weak and incompetent when really they're just asking for help with something that they may not know as well compared to something that they may be a different something else in the field that they may be really good at so signs that you're actually experiencing imposter syndrome so this is can if you haven't already worked it out this can kind of indicate uh, whether or not you are experiencing it currently or in the future so one of them is a sense of being a fraud you feel like you're not where you're meant to be like you're going to get caught out Um, another one is a fear of being discovered again like this idea that um, you're making things up or that you're not you not as knowledgeable as you say you are and you think that you're going to get caught out by someone and someone's going to tell you that you've got a fact wrong or it's just it's just yeah it's one of the signs that you're actually just experiencing imposter syndrome uh, you have difficulty internalizing your success so when you do something really well you don't it doesn't really internalize with you it doesn't really sit inside and go oh I've done that really well instead you might even turn it to something else and that's what the fourth one is sabotaging your own success so your success comes in and you go I did that really really well and then you go or did I or did I get lucky and you start to doubt yourself which brings us to our next one self-doubt self-doubt is a huge sign that you're experiencing imposter syndrome when you start feeling unworthy when you start feeling like you're just not uh, you're not good enough that is a sign you're experiencing imposter syndrome Berating your performance, I think this is a really important one to talk about because it's very common that, for example, you'll be talking, you'll be at a workplace and you'll be talking about something you did and you'll put it down. You'll talk not so highly of it. So you might have done something really, really well. Say you met your KPIs, uh, I don't really know much about KPIs, but you met it, uh, the quota a lot higher than you normally would. And it's like going, oh, oh yeah, but I just got lucky or oh yeah, but I got that client that's really... Uh, high paying so it was because of that like it's it's taking down your success and making it as though your performance wasn't as good as it was even though you did really really well and you may have bet your quota from the last month or like you're still taking yourself down or say coaching if you coach clients and you ended up getting double the coaching clients that you normally did it's going oh yeah but that's because of this is this and like relating it to something that doesn't relate to your own success so it's like putting yourself down and putting your performance down and making it feel as though it wasn't your your own doing and that's a really big sign of imposter syndrome 
another one is it feels like success is impossible. So it feels like you're never going to access that success, that you're never going to be able to good, be good enough. So say if you coach clients, you may feel as though you're never going to get as enough enough clients and you're never going to reach that point that you really want to reach. And another one is you may feel as though you're not meeting another person's expectations, whether that be a boss, whether that be a client, you feel like you just can't do what they need you to do. Whether you can or you can't, you just feel as though you can't and you let that self-doubt take control. So what exactly causes imposter syndrome? So there's many, many things that causes imposter syndrome. A lot of different factors can cause it to come up. But I'm just going to touch on four things that may, in particular, that may bring it up and see, you can see whether you relate to it because it can help you also work through it later. Knowing where things come from allow you to work through it easier. So one thing is new challenges. So you may be offered a new job, you may be offered a promotion and you may feel, or even you may be offered to do something bigger for the business or you might be offered a new client. Uh, So new challenges, you might feel as though you're undeserving of it. So you may feel as though you don't actually deserve that promotion or um, you have doubts whether you have the ability to see a client or whatever it is, whatever it is to relate to your work or relate to even your life in general. It doesn't have to be about work. So these new challenges may make you feel like um, you're not good enough and the imposter syndrome comes into play. Another thing is the family environment. Um, again, this could be whether growing up or even now. So say if you have a really gifted sibling, a uh, sibling who maybe study something very uh, high education in the field of high education, say like science, you know, whatever is put in the high education field. Um, and if you have parents that very much talk about how gifted the sibling is and how well they do, you might internalize feelings of not being good enough. And that no matter what, even if you're working in a field that you're really, really good at, you still feel as though you're not good enough. And that comes from having this sibling that is always better, better in quotes, better than you. Um, Another one with family environment, if you grew up with controlling parents who say they highly valued achievement and they were always like, you need A pluses, you need this, you need this. And so they flip between praise and then being critical. So they might go, yes, you've done really well. And, oh, but you've done really terrible in this test. So the flipping between the two can really, really make you doubt yourself and make you feel like if you don't do something right, then you're an imposter. Another one is marginalized groups. And this is just because of, well, not just because of, but this is because of discrimination, like discrimination that comes up that can cause doubts to arise. And another one is people with depression or anxiety, anxiety or and anxiety. Um, It can, again, this is just all the symptoms of depression and anxiety that can come up and tell you that you're not good enough and that you could always do better and you're not where you're meant to be. So these are the things that can cause imposter syndrome. Again, as I said, there's still a lot of other things that may come up. Which leads us to the very important question of how can you overcome imposter syndrome? Because that is really what we want to know. So when this imposter syndrome comes up and we're aware of it, how can we then overcome it? So one of the very important things that you should be doing is to talk about it. Share your feelings with people that you trust, share your feelings with therapists or even group therapy can be really really beneficial because you'll realize when you start to talk to people 
you'll just see how common it is and how it's not just you. And you'll see these people that you really, really admire and you think they do, they're amazing and you're so inspired by them. You'll see that they get it as well. And you'll be like, oh my God, how do they get it? Like they're amazing. They do their work so well. And it's just realizing that you can be successful and still have imposter syndrome. And it doesn't mean you're an imposter. It just means that your self-doubt is creeping in. Another way to overcome it is to be aware of the symptoms. So some of the symptoms that I spoke about earlier, um, just being aware of it can help you prepare strategies in advance. So when you see it coming up, you can start working on some strategies. Um, another thing is to accept that perfectionism is impossible. Things are not, never going to be perfect. So stop waiting for things to be perfect to take big leaps. So accept that you are always going to have strengths and you're always going to have weaknesses. And stop focusing so highly of the weaknesses being a bad thing as well. They're part of you. Everyone has weaknesses. It helps us find our strengths even easier. And remember that mistakes are inevitable and just learn to accept that. And it's going to help you increase in your resilience. Another way to overcome imposter syndrome is to challenge the negative thoughts. So when the negative thoughts come up, challenge them, challenge these unhealthy thinking patterns and try and reframe them. Start celebrating your current achievements, any current achievements that are happening for you right now. Recall your past successes, even if you start making like a list. So start a list of your current achie- like achievements that are happening or your past successes and and also any positive feedback from other people. These are really good things just to reflect back on. Next thing is just take baby steps. Don't focus so much on things being perfect. Focus on those little steps and reward yourself for those little steps. So as you go ahead and as you start to take those next steps, reward yourself. Be happy. Like uh, Focus on those. Don't focus on these huge big leaps or don't focus on um, all the negatives. Just take these baby steps to work towards it. Another thing is stop comparing. Stop comparing yourself to other people in your field. Stop comparing yourself to people that have nothing to do with your field altogether as well. This comparison with you and other people, it's just, it's not realistic. It's, you can't look at someone else, even if they're in the exact same kind of business to you, you can't look at someone else and think that you're really similar at all because you're not. So if they say have a thousand followers on Instagram and you have 200, it doesn't compare. It doesn't matter that you both have different experiences and you have different also, you have different things available to you. You have different people available to you. You have different things. And sometimes things are going to take longer for one person and not for the other. And that doesn't determine who's the most successful or who's going to do best in life. It just means that you are different people and you have different things available. And there's so many different parts that come into it. So stop comparing and stop thinking that you can relate to that it can relate at all and that your success is determined off someone else's success. Another way to overcome imposter syndrome is have some self-compassion. Don't number one, don't judge yourself for not being able to do something properly, but also don't judge yourself for judging yourself. So don't judge yourself for having imposter syndrome. Like just have a bit of self-compassion and instead go deeper and see where it comes where it comes from. And so you can work past it. And the last thing I'm going to touch on on how to overcome imposter syndrome is refuse to let it hold you back. Do not let your doubt 
and your thoughts that go, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing, don't let it hold you back. Because when you let it hold you back, that is when you're going to have the biggest issues and that is when you're going to really start to believe it. So refuse to let it hold you back. Don't let it stop you from moving forward because you're only going to regret that later. So just before I conclude the episode, I wanted to touch on imposter syndrome and manifestation and how it can kind of affect just a quick rundown. So of course, we know that manifestation and to manifest your desires, it relates to your energy and the energy that you're sending out, bringing in, et cetera, et cetera. So of course, if you're having these doubts and these self-doubts and these beliefs that you are not deserving of something, then you're going to put that out to the universe and it's going to kind of make it a bit harder to bring those desires in. But the important thing to know about manifestation is one thought, so one one thought coming in and going, I don't deserve this, is not going to stop your manifestation from coming in. So it just means you have some work to do. So it, it's like saying, it's like when an intrusive thought pops in your head and you go, oh no, what if I drove this car off a cliff, for example? Or what if this car just fell off the cliff? It does not mean your car is going to come off the cliff. Manifestation takes time. It works its way in. So one thought kind of coming in is not going to affect it. You don't have to worry about that. But one thought coming in is your warning to keep your eyes out on these other thoughts and these other these other thoughts and these other doubts and to kind of work on it before it becomes a belief and before you let it come become a belief and let it be the energy that you're bringing in permanently. Because of course, when you start putting that energy out and you keep putting it out, you're going to get the same thing come back at you as manifestation works. And so just to conclude on imposter syndrome, just a bit of a run over. So it is an internal experience where you believe you're not good enough and that people will perceive you as a phony. Um, There's five different types of imposter syndrome, superhero, natural genius, expert, perfectionist, and soloist. So you might find that you relate to one more so. Uh, We went over the different signs that you might be experiencing it and also the different causes that may come up. And of course, we spoke through how to overcome it and the manifestation. So I really hope that this episode has helped you and it will help you kind of get out of that imposter syndrome state of mind because just remember it happens to all of us no matter how successful someone is it it happens like it it's so easy it, it can come over the slightest thing and it all comes from this internalized beliefs that we have so when we start working through it that is when we can work on that imposter syndrome just remember the biggest thing about overcoming imposter syndrome is don't let it hold you back Like if it's just another reason to work harder and it's just another reason to take that next step and continue doing what you're doing because whether or not your belief is telling you that you can't, it's just, it's just your imposter syndrome. You just push through that and prove it wrong because it is wrong and you have it and you, you have the, you have it in you to be able to create amazing things and I believe in you and you just need to believe in yourself. And so that brings us to the end of the episode. And honestly, I did not think I was going to be able to get an episode out this week. Oh, the last week has been so busy and I'm recording this. Right now, I'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom recording this because halfway through recording, my dad got home with the baby and the two kids had come out wild. And so I'm like, okay, I need to finish this in my room. So apologies if there's any background noise throughout the recording. Um, But my gratitude for this week is that I, number one, that I managed to get this podcast recorded because I wanted to keep it coming out and I get excited when I get to release it 
And also I am grateful, I'm grateful for the kids and I'm grateful that Chloe is now part of our family as legal, as my parents as legal guardians. And I'm also grateful for the other two kids as well. And so that is the end of the episode. Love it. If you send me a DM, tell me what you think, any topics you want me to cover. Uh, If you can rate the podcast as well, that'd be amazing. And follow me on Instagram, Soul Tarot Healing or Uncovering Subconscious Full Stop Podcast. And thanks again, guys. And I hope your journey for the week is expansive and intuitive. Bye, friends.